This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love talking to this guy week in and week out, and there are plenty of great things to talk about. East Cooper Mays. I'm Dave Hooker, and it's brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning, cityheatandair.com. So if you like hearing from Cooper, be sure your notifications are on and hit that thumbs up button. We greatly appreciate that. And Cooper, the Orange Bowl, and, and that's a good bowl. I've covered that one a couple of different occasions, and you guys are going to have a fantastic time. What did you think when you heard Orange Bowl? Uh, first thing I thought of was Miami. So I think it'll, I think it'll be a good time, good bowl trip. I'm, I'm excited for it. I think all the guys are pretty excited for it. So, you know, it's a fitting bowl for us. I think. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, there's a lot of orange. Uh, you know, there's a there's there's a ton of orange with you and Clemson and and being in the Orange Bowl. And I'm I'm just curious, did. I know you, but did most of the team pay attention to where you guys were headed? Because there were a lot of question marks if it could be Sugar or maybe even slip in the college football playoff. Was that a topic of discussion among, amongst the group or just kind of let it play out? Um, I think, you know, you had to kind of let it play out per se, but I think it was on the back of everybody's mind. I think everybody was, you know, kind of just wondering more more about where the destination was that we were going to be going. So, you know, it was a pretty good destination. It was at Dallas, Miami, and uh, – um, what's it called? New Orleans. So yeah, those those are all those are all pretty good spots to be at. But I, I think Miami's the best one. I think we'll go to the beach a little bit, hopefully. So say I agree with you. They've got a beach day that you're going to absolutely enjoy. So I'm I'm with you. I thought that was better than than the sugar. Um, as as far as the Clemson matchup, I, I want to get into that a little bit. But first, there are a lot of Knoxville and Clemson ties. Um, did over the years, how many players have you known that have have gone to play for for Clemson from the Knoxville area? I think of Amari Rogers. I think of T. Higgins. There, you know, Clemson had had its way recruiting in Knoxville for a while. 
Yeah, I know three personally, and I played with two of them. So, you know, they've, they've done a really good job. They got my teammates, uh, Amari and um, Brian Tucker. So, Amari's at the Texans now. He was a third-round draft pick, I think. And then Tuck was a, you know, high-touted recruit. So, you know, I think he loves it there, and I'm, I'm really excited to see him. Did they ever come after uh, you and your brother? Um, they offered Cade in um, – I think like the freshman year of high school, which they don't really do that. They don't offer, they don't offer people in, in, you know, the early years of high school. So it was a pretty big deal. And then me, no, they never really recruited me. They were not, I think I was too small. I think they wanted to get bigger up front. So their loss. So (laughs) did did Cade um, look at them seriously or was he pretty much locked into the schools that he wanted to go to? Um, I think, no, I think Clemson was one of his, his final schools. Um, he went on an OV, um, let's see, he went on OVs to Georgia and Clemson and I think maybe Ohio State, but I think it, when it came down to it, I think it was between Clemson and Georgia. Gotcha. All right. In, in terms of Clemson as a football program, I, you're, you're much younger than me. I'm always interested in getting your perspective. You know, I remember, Clemson when they were a struggling program, but since they're to some extent, they've been on a run that, that you guys would like to, to go on. I mean, they're one of the premier programs. How do you view as, as a young man, Clemson's football program? Um, I would say they're in the elite category. I mean, I, I think they've only had like a couple years where they weren't in the playoffs. So Anytime, you know, since I started really getting serious and like watching college football and kind of getting into the recruiting scene. So like probably in the middle school on, they've always been a really good team. They've always had, you know, highly regarded, you know, recruiting classes and really successful in a lot of years and especially recently. So I would say they're, they're you know, in the top groups of the program, no doubt. There, there are programs and teams that go to bowl games and they're, they're motivated because they want to end on the right note. And then there are some teams, and I've seen this happen year in and year out, that go and, and maybe they're not happy with the destination. I don't sense any of the latter from you guys. Why are you guys so motivated to play well in the Orange Bowl to, to finish this season on the right note? What's, what's the motivation there? It's just, you know, a matter of pride and finishing out, you know, what we started the right way and kind of doing it for him. And, you know, he, he isn't getting to finish up the year. So that's, I think, a big thing for everybody to know is that, you know, we're just trying to go out the right way. Yeah, some sort of hissing there. I don't know. Oh, there, there, it's gone away. There it goes. Okay, so uh, you say playing for – I don't know what that came from. Um, it, you say playing for Hendon. Um, is, is that a rallying cry? Uh, no, probably not, you know, but I think it's it's something that, you know, I think is, you know, the right thing to do. And I think it's something that, you know, we have to do right by him because he, he did so, so well for us and, and did really a lot of great things over the last two years. And I think, you know, f- sending his career off with a, with a W would be good. Okay, so you and I talked before the show began. Um, you, you didn't say so, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say so. I was darn angry and I'm using darn to be um, politically correct here, but I, that he wasn't a finalist. And I, I want to get your, your take on that. The ball report brought to you by city heating and air conditioning city heat and air.com integrity matters. You'll be treated the right way. No upsells on just a service call. They are fantastic people. 
I'm mad that he's not going to New York. I'm mad that he's not a finalist. Um, Coop, you're an even kill guy. Talk me off the ledge here because I'm pretty, pretty ticked off. Yeah, I, pro- I don't know. I probably won't be able to talk you off the ledge. You know, I'm not mad just because I'm not really nature that way. But um, you know, I, I can't say anything that would you know make it really make sense. I think he should have been in the, you know, the final group. If you look at what he's done over the you know the last year and the 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 moments you know there aren't many more Heisman moments than what Hendon's had this year throughout the you know the course of the season so if you look at stats and everything and and record and just what he's done and the big time moments and wins that he's had this season especially coming down to like the end of the game he's and the performances he's had in those big time matchups I, I don't know I don't I don't see a reality where he's not you know one of the top four guys in the country no, I, I, I totally agree. And um, the, the the leadership part, here's what I questioned. Did the voters look into that, the backstory? And, and Max Duggan at TCU has a great backstory, too. Um, there are a lot of great, great backstories in college football year in and year out. But Hendon's is pretty special with his with his leadership. Um, I, I would I would hope voters took that into the count, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I I can't speak for them, but I probably say they they haven't done a huge amount of research into Hendon because, I mean, like I said, if you look at his stats and look at his you know his habits on and off the field and what he's doing for our team, I think there's no question that he fits the mold of you know what that award is for. Let me just ask you flatly: Does this Tennessee football team win ten games? Do you guys win ten games? without a Hendon Hooker in place? It's hard to say. Uh, you know, I don't want to discredit anybody or really, you know, anything that anybody's doing. But, you know, Hendon's a, a very special football player, and and I think everybody can see that on the field. And, you know, without him, you don't have a lot of stuff happening, you know, no matter who comes in there. Just Hendon's that type of guy. He's, you know, uh, you don't see a lot of him go around. Just the way he makes plays, the way he makes games, and just – I don't know. He's he's a really special cat, so I don't, I don't think so. Probably not. No, no, I agree. I think he is is really special, and that's not to take anything away from anybody, and certainly not to take anything away from what Joe Milton poten- potentially uh, could have done had he been the starter. But this is uh, a an opportunity, an extended practice period for Joe to get up to speed. What do you expect out of out of Joe as as he gets ready for the Orange Bowl? Uh, just for him to keep building on what he's what he's already accomplished this season and all the progress he's made. He's like I said, he's the kind of guy that comes in and has the right mentality every day, a lot of a lot of energy and just you know, just a lot of zest for life and ready to, you know, get after the day. So he's he's gonna make the most of his opportunities and, you know, do the best he can to make as much progress as he can before the game. So that's probably what I expect. Not to put you on the spot, but what's your favorite Joe Milton story? So is there one that stands out, one that truly embodies who he is as a player? Because he, and I'll let you think about it for a second, because you, you've talked about how Hendon Hooker and Joe Milton have similarities, but they also have differences as well. So tell me something about Joe Milton I don't know. Uh, well, everybody knows he can throw it far, so that, wouldn't, that probably wouldn't be a... – everybody knows he can throw it far, but there was, there was a play in um... – I think a scrimmage last year before the season. So it was a minute ago, but he 
was it was like a we were on like the it was a, a coming out drive where we were on like the one and a half yard line, and he we ran a inside zone play, but he kept it out the back door and literally took it like ninety nine yards, and like ran away from everybody, and like just me me like running behind him, I was like, dude, like he's out running DBs that are supposed to be like the fast players on our team, and he's he's like six five, two thirty or whatever he is, how big he is, you know, he's, but like, he was, I was like, that's, that's probably the craziest thing I've ever seen is somebody that big, just run away from defenders. I've probably never seen anything like that. <laughs> and he's, yeah, he's not small either. No, so. he's huge. <laughs> <laughs> um, your thoughts on, on Clemson. I know you'll really jump into film study as a team, but you said you had had an opportunity to take a look at them. Just kind of what do you think? And you know Ball as well as anybody I talked to. Uh, they're elite on on the front, especially the front four, however many they play on the you know the D line. But they've got all ACC performers and, and first round draft picks kind of all throughout that group on the front line. They got Brian Breezy. He'll be probably a top fifteen draft pick. Tyler Davis. He's a first team All ACC. Um, Miles Murphy, he'll be a first-round draft pick at some point. I don't know really when, but um, and then KJ Henry, he's the other DN. He's he, I'm pretty sure, back in my brother's class, so he's a really experienced guy. You know, played a lot of ball and is really talented. So that's who we'll be going up against. What is uh, what is the best as you look back in retrospect now that the regular season is uh, behind us? What is the best defensive line you think you faced? Um, I would probably say um, I'll, I'll go two D lines, and I'll say probably Pitt and um, I'd say uh, Alabama, Alabama for different okay. reasons. Uh, Alabama's Alabama's more like big and strong and physical, and will, like stuff you at the point of attack. I feel like we dominated that matchup. Personally, I think we we controlled the line of scrimmage. And I think we ran it on them. So I think we had a job well done there. But Pitt, on the other hand, is they a D line that was more like movement specialized. They were smaller and and more athletic and and would kind of make you miss rather than going through you. So I think they gave us the most problems personally. I think their blitz packages were really elite, especially in third down range. And then they have a a guy named Kalaja Kansi. I don't remember if you remember me talking about him, but he's up for the defense player of the year award in college football right now. So yeah. Um he was or maybe they already picked it. Maybe he didn't win it, but he was a finalist and and he was the ACC defensive player of the year. So he's a stud. Yeah, no doubt about it. So does Clemson remind you of one of those defensive lines more than the other? Um probably more I don't know. They're probably in the middle. They're probably put it both together. I think they're really, I think they're a really elite group. Without without watching much film, I've kind of just been watching games and looking at their accolades. I know some of the guys from before this year, so I don't know. We'll we'll dive more into the film, but I, I think they should be an elite group based off of you know the little eyeball test. Yep. Um. So there there are players, and this is gonna filter out in the next few weeks. Maybe at Tennessee, maybe not, but across college football that are going to choose to opt out for whatever reason or transfer in the middle of the year. What are your what are your thoughts on that in general? On people transferring? 
the year. Or, or, or opting out of a bowl game that there's not a championship tied to, uh, tied to or a playoff tied to. Yeah, I'm a I'm a player and I'm I'm a younger guy, so I'm not gonna I'm 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 probably gonna be more on the player side, you know, just naturally. But I think there's a lot of people that have strong opinions on it that are that are kind of baseless. If that makes sense. I mean, everybody's situation is different. I think you need to look into what's there, what there is at stake, and you know, nobody knows what some kids are playing through, especially at this point in the season. Like, there's a lot of injuries that nobody knows about, like what people are going through, and 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 just to kind of just for for backing out or transferring like, i think it's i think it's a hard case you know there's there's obviously what people want is probably less of all of that going on but at the end of the day we're all human beings you know what I'm saying so if if there's a better reality for you and that's not playing and that's that's on you and you are in control of that nobody can stop them from doing that well and i think you bring up a great point let's say a left guard okay he's not making great nil money probably um and i'm just picking a random position but yeah you know, he he may have a family situation that they they need some financial boost and i think those decisions are made this time of year right oh yeah no doubt i think everything it's the world we live in nowadays everything revolves around money so you know, if, if there's a better opportunity, why not go grab it? You know what I'm saying? So there, there are people who make, you know, throw rocks and stones at these people making these decisions to leave for, a you know, greener grass. But at the end of the day, people jobs all the time and go to a different opportunity. I mean, coaches go leave, you know, coaches leave and go find a new opportunity. Every, everybody's allowed to leave as anything. But then when, when players leave it, it it seems like there's more of a bitter taste in people's mouth. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's eight-year-old kids trying to figure out life and, you know, make the best decisions possible. And, and you know, nobody should fault them for that, I don't think. So I, I've, I've no inside knowledge that this is going to happen, but if, if one of your teammates came to you and said, hey, I'm, I'm opting out and here's why, would, would you like to hear the reason? What would be your response on that? Um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd probably hear the reason out and, and probably give them my two cents on they shouldn't. But, um, like I said, it depends on everybody's situation. It, it, there's, there's so many factors that play in why people do what they do. So really know what one is and until somebody explains it to you. So me, I can, I, I think I'm, a lot of people, you know, like my opinion in the in the locker room if people are like arguing they'll probably ask me like oh here's cool here let's ask him so like i think people kind of take take what i say serious so <laughs> so i mean it comes to me with a with a question about opting out or not or, or just talking about it in general i think i'd probably give some pretty sound advice depending on who it is so you're kind of like the yoda of the group that's who everybody goes to when they need sage advice yeah i probably talk a little bit more than yoda and I'm a little bit more fluently and fastly. <laughs> probably, probably that would be terrible. Yeah. Well, that and you're not green and you're substantially bigger than Yoda. But other than that, that's a great comparison by me. Uh, hey, I appreciate it. I'm not a Star Wars guy, but everybody knows Yoda. Everybody yeah. respects him. Okay, then for the record, your favorite uh, – uh, thing that's kind of considered nerdy by most. 
that's a good that's a really good question considered nerdy yeah um i mean it depends if gaming as as nerdy i'm very heavily into gaming i love that it's became way more mainstream kind of nowadays but that um i'm a big stats guy like i love i love nature and animals and like and just like just i don't know I'm, i'm huge like into learning about stuff if i get if i get like fixated on something like i'll really you know dive deep into it like there was a time we were talking all right i saw something on tiktok about a, a tiger or something and then it kind of got me diving into the the lost sea and how there was a, a saber-toothed tiger down there and i think they were digging for a corpseville and they found a saber-toothed tiger's remains like it's it's pretty it's pretty neat i think nature is and kind of looking back in history i'm a huge history buff i think that you could be like the star of some sort of uh, reoccurring documentary at some point where you travel the world when your football days are over and you dig into those sort of things, pun intended. Yeah, yeah no, me and Darnell are uh, are planning on, you know, getting out of the NFL and then going down to dig up all the actual remains and stuff. He's he's big into all that stuff, so I was like, man, I'll tag along. We'll go excavate the the Amazon or something. I want to be the producer, so come to me, and I'll I'll, I'll help you make this happen. We we got a cool. show on our hands. Yeah, let's do that now. He's Cooper Mays. I'm Dave Hooker. It's brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning, cityheatandair.com. The Ball Report brought to you by cityheatandair.com. Integrity matters. This has been a presentation of Off Dog Sports. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.